Welcome to Movie and a Beer, everyone. This is Dan bringing us in. And we have a really awesome celebration of Irishness. I guess we can call it that, maybe? Irish, I- Irishosity. Irishosity going on with this episode. So um, we watched a really cool movie, and we have three of our amazing friends and co-hosts with us to help celebrate this Irish event. Indeed, indeed. This is Aaron. I'm your uh, drinking a milkshake as an active defiance expert. I'm Blake. I'm your, assuming the Gaelic being spoken isn't Gaelic expert. And I'm Brian, your expert in true Gaelic. We got competing Gaelic stuff going on. So thanks for joining us, everyone. We have The Guard, which came out in 2011. But you know, watching it, I never would have noticed. I thought it was more recent than that. It feels it has more some, recent, right? It has some timeless quality to it. I it would really say. does. Yeah. I'd agree. This movie was really, really interesting. Brandon Gleason and, and Don Cheadle. We had I had selected the movie a few days ago, and I was like, "Hey, I need to go buy some Irish beers to go with this." And I said, "You know what? Screw Guinness. I don't want Guinness. I want something else." So I ended up going down to one of our local bottle shops down in Southeast called John's Marketplace. If you've never been there, you should check it out if you're in the Portland metro area. My, my, my understanding, it is the largest uh, beer retailer in terms of square footage in the entire state of Oregon. I wouldn't doubt that. Holy the, cow, the main really? store in, in yeah, Southwest, yeah, in Multnomah John Village. Biggest beer store in Oregon. That's what I was told. This is somewhat dated knowledge, though, too. <laughs> but you also have to keep in mind that it's all shelving that's not refrigerated, most of it. Right. The, the one that's in Southeast has a lot more refrigeration, so I like going to that one. But you can so, you can find anything there. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of really good... They even have wine, and yeah. they don't have hard liquor, but I think they do have some spirits that they can sell that aren't classified as hard liquor. Uh, dear listener, just know John's Marketplace is not a sponsor of the show yet, so these are honest reviews. Yeah, they also no, have non-alcoholic beer. They do. They have non-alcoholic and all kinds of... Fun stuff going on there. So, anyway, so I got a couple of I got a stout that's not Guinness, and I got a cream <laughs> ale that is from a place called Wexford, but it's actually not made in Wexford. It was actually bought out by another company out of Britain that's bigger that was starting to consolidate and snatch up all the smaller companies so that they could survive. Because otherwise, the distribution is very mediocre and mild, right, not right. as big as it needs to be in order to survive. So. While it may not be something produced in Ireland, it's definitely a style of beer that is commonly done there. It tasted like something I'd drink in a pub. Yeah. I mean, it definitely both of these beers are right on point, really nice. The O'Hara's is made in Ireland and, and imported, and the other one, it's made nearby and then imported. So we'll just leave it at that. So, a vulgar Irish cop. <laughs> That's <laughs> how we're going to start this. Because the guard, or Garda, or however you say an, it. An Irish right? cop who has a propensity for, for alcohol and hookers. But he's a lovable Irish cop, and nonetheless. And, and helping the IRA. And, he's a bit jaded. He's a little yeah, bit. But it's a small... Yeah. He's in a small fishing village. He's, he's the only the cop in a small Irish village. Yes. And, and he's, he's a man of the people, really. Yeah, yes, salt of the earth. Right. So, other thoughts. I mean, you get so he, obviously he sure is salty. <laughs> there's there's a drug trafficking thing happening in his little town, and pretty much everyone knows what's going on, but they don't want to tell the FBI agent that because it kind of ruins it. If, yeah, if so, everyone well, spills so, so the an beans. FBI agent from America comes Don over Don and sticks yes. his nose into Irish business and this. Guard, who we don't know whether he's smart or dumb, <laughs> or if he's smart pretending to be w- dumb, he, or he's wh- apparently a Disney adult. Wh- yes. Whether he's corrupt or actually has a very 
consistent moral compass. I, yeah. I would argue he does. And I would argue by the, the end of the film, we he really does. So he, He's a stand-up guy. Yeah, yeah. So this was directed and written by John Michael McDonough, whose brother Martin McDonough had made in Bruges with Mr. Gleason back in 2008. Yeah. So about three, four years prior to that is when they had produced that. Again, a very simple look at a life of someone who you think is one way and you don't really know and you see how they act and interface with people. And it that is also a really good film. And I would say this is on that same level. Like appearances are yes. deceiving. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a very fun loving guy who has the respect <clears throat> of his community because he takes care of them and manages it how he needs to. He but certainly let, takes care of that kid and his uh, that <clears throat> kid's dog. And yes. <laughs> well, let's say the like, Brendan Gleeson, the main main character actor, does such a phenomenal job of selling a character. I, I would say I would argue a complicated character and uh, and making it believable. You know, this this is um, the the reactions and the line delivery, the dialogue, everything. I thought was really well done. <laughs> yes. Just, think when you said line delivery, I thought about all the times he's talking to Don Cheadle, a, a if you don't know, a black actor, a black person, and he just keeps asking him, is that what you guys do? The the drug muling. Like, no, <laughs> what? No. So what what projects did you grow up in? <laughs> in for, Wisconsin. For example, <laughs> or, 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 yeah, I came from a privileged background. So no projects. Okay, okay. He's <laughs> just like, all right. Well, so this actually, the, I, the one thing that I really didn't want to talk about about this movie, uh, so the, the main character's uh, dialogue has some like intentional, I would say, like racial insensitivity. Yeah. That, but there's also a couple of like one-liners, and I don't want to spoil anything, but like there are things that are like deeply funny and yeah. caustic at the same time, like yeah. really cutting yeah. remarks about the FBI or about women from Dublin, and if you caught something from them by sleeping, well, then, then that's your yeah. own damn fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like you should the, know better. I mean, it, there were insults about. Everybody. Everybody who wasn't Irish, yeah, and, and I'm wondering, yeah. like, that feels so different than it. Like, I feel like a, a domestic movie, you could never get that out of focus groups because I think there would be too much concern about offending the Dubliners or offending people with like FBI connections or offending people, you know, non-Irish or, or people, British like, MI6 or British yeah. MI6, yes, like, or, or the FBI. Yeah, I mean, you feel or really, the CIA. you feel really. Yeah. I mean, uh, ultimately. I think if I had the most sympathy for anybody, it would be the new cop in town. Yeah. The poor gay guy who married so he would look normal. Yeah. And was trying yeah. his best to he he transferred out there. I'm like, you're going from a big city to nowhere. And why did he do that? I just seems it seems like that was a little out of place. Like I couldn't quite connect what, that dot. And and he, he was like too straight laced for his own good. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, like right. But, but you really it, noticed it, when you when you paired him with Brendan Gleeson's uh, character Jerry, I think, right? Yeah, Jerry. Yeah. Like when you saw him, just uh, like the clown line at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So he's Bozo the clown. Okay, he starts taking out Bozo the clown. The other the straight laced cops like, uh, uh, okay, no, no, okay, fine, <laughs> great, okay. <laughs> but I I think like to me it strikes me as almost like courageous to you know to be willing to take a risk, being willing to like say something in dialogue. That I don't think would necessarily fly. Like you couldn't make this movie in the United States today. No, no, oh, no. no. Right. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's the idea not, of comedy. You've got to get close to that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And this film, I would, I would argue, in some places, some of these jokes would have gone over the line. But this film does a great job 
of not making you feel like they've gone too far. Right. Yeah. They, you, you feel like, okay, you went close like, to that line where I, it was almost I, I, unacceptable. Well, it's the, the whole setup of the film. It feels like, okay, this like, is all right. There's, it, a, there's a nod and a wink. And, and somehow yeah. with the, I think, the, the main actor's delivery, you don't know if that real main character really believes what he's saying or not. If he's like just oh, he's giving a smart him crap. ass. He's being a he, smart he, ass. He might be just taking a piss. Well, right. When, when yeah. Dan pointed out he's just poking him, he's just trolling him a little bit, I realized, totally oh, he's not him. punching down. He's, he's just <laughs> testing the water. He's like, yeah. well, how's this, how's this guy going to act? Because I'm, I'm not changing. Like right. Frank Leeson, has yeah. the, his character has that feel of, I'm set my ways. I'm gonna get my la- I'm gonna get my ladies from the from the this big city to come it's in. His and day off, damn it! it. This, this <laughs> is this is my town. <laughs> FBI ain't gonna come into my town. Yeah, we're gonna run it my way. But right. he's actually his moral compass is pretty straight. But uh, well, so I think it, that- it, we we can go along with him. Okay, let's do it his way. I forgive him solely for how he treats his mother. I love it. Yeah, she yeah. she didn't have long to live, and he takes her to a, a nice bar or a nice pub. Sticks her booze. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta have some sympathy for that. And again, there's a lot to be said for how the character development you you think that he's one way again. It's everything's yeah, yeah, very yeah. misleading. And you again, I think for me, the gangsters were on point. I mean, they were all just doing their thing. They, they, even weren't, they were philosophical in nature. Well, they like, weren't well. heightened to the level Guy Ritchie heightens villains, which I love because it, it makes them like Reservoir Dogs, but more cartoonish in a way. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this is like a lot of Irish movies where everyone everyone is a full fleshed character who's got weird little quirks and right. everything. Mark, even Mark Strong's character, who is like I would argue the most serious, straight laced, straightforward guy. One of the narcos. Yeah, yeah. He was he was the bald one with the little flash of purple mm-hmm. that he's walking yeah. around. Even he had a couple little quirks, like you know, his thing early talking about uh, it's like I didn't, I didn't see on the job application about lifting heavy weights. He got back <laughs> right. in the car. He's like, I don't do manual labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally don't. Cool. Yeah, and that's I like, funny. I feel like that's a European thing, or like British and Irish get that really, really. They nail it. Yeah, like that. Just I like the bad guys. They're, well, they're they're likable characters. Yeah, this script was extremely well written. I would say, mm-hmm. I agree. And and, agree and the that. acting was extremely well acted. Yeah, I, I mean, Aaron Aaron mentioned just before we started that color like theory. gross revenue. No, not color oh. theory. Gross <laughs> revenue. Like we mentioned color it, theory. <laughs> it didn't make a whole lot of money when it opened, but it was a sleeper hit. Sleeper it, hit. Yeah. Later on, it made a bunch so of money. A six million dollar budget. Um, in I guess you know, Irish dollars whatever they, they had in 2011 i don't think they're on the euro standard maybe but uh no not 19 million dollars in total revenue but opening weekend in the united states it, it cleared seventy five thousand dollars. it was, so, probably didn't open that widely though it, it, no i think this was definitely like an art yeah, house like sleeper very, hit very very art house got, got some word of mouth 10 art houses san yeah. francisco chicago right new york la yeah, but it, that's it, about it. Ultimately, it Austin. was a commercial success, though. I mean, it right. took in a lot of revenue, and I'm I'm glad for that. This was a charming and yeah. fun movie. I yeah. recommend it. We yeah. would all give it a thumbs up. Go see it. Yes, yeah. and, or, or stream it, whatever. But we got to talk about that color. There's some green and there, some there red are, and blue and purple going on that were very uh, prevalent and throughout yellow this. with the diving platform yes. too. Like, and and right. so it's really it's interesting now not knowing enough about Irish history or culture or anything 
does anyone here at the table have any idea what the heck was going on with those colors? Because it was very bright and very vivid yeah. and done purposefully, obviously done and, purposefully. And, well, and solid, just, solid colors, yes. not, no uh, patterns, not patterns, no patterns. It's just solid, think, bright colors. I think so, it's just a stand, partly blue, a stand out green, from... red, and yellow. Well, yeah. so I noticed right. red, I think, most distinctly on McBride's. He was the young, earnest cop who was, who was gay and who was kind of hiding and who moved into this village. Uh, his wife, his is, I guess, yeah, his wife. Uh, when we first see that character, she is dressed head to toe in red, in, in red this yeah. intense red, like red nylons and red shoes and everything, which contrasts with you know the the, the green of a lot of the rooms and a lot of yeah. the, the 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 walls. The, the greens say? are not natural greens. It's a very yeah. Uh, the police right. the it's police station the police station his little hole in the wall police station had green walls. Yep, had green and also yeah. his bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. Of the ugly. same green. But but they were very much kind of the the green you would see on St. Patty's Day. It's Correct. A, very much yes. an Irish green. It is. It I is. wonder how much it has to do with how he kind of st- sticks out from the rest of the the small town. Because uh, like the outdoor scenes, like every Irish thing I've ever seen, like a little muted, but it's like oh, it's you know really it's muted, natural. Yeah. Like I think beautiful, even like the sunset or the sunrise rather at, at the beach scene felt kind of monotone almost or monochrome. Yeah, there was. And I'm wondering how much of that's like them saying, "Hey, this guy stands out. Re- this guy really stands out. He's well, super weird." I, th- I think it was also like like his actual his home. It was all kind of somewhat dated. Like oh, yeah, yeah, you know, just like carpet and wood paneling on on, yeah. on some of the walls. And his living room was that same cop blue that he wore. Yeah, the cop blue on the walls in the living room, and then this like awful hideous blue color carpeting. Yeah, almost velvet like. <laughs> it was so gross. Hideous is the right word. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, but but then you know we saw like this this diving platform where an alleged uh, drug transaction was going to take place. Very yellow. Very, very like well, distinct. We 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 saw it in an actual scene, and it was kind of natural lighting, natural colors. But then we saw a photo of that same diving platform. Yeah, it was very yellow in a bar, in a bar. Uh, behind yeah behind behind the MC the main character taking a drink. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, interesting use of colors. I know you know there's green and there's orange. There's you know some like Irish blue and some red and blue yeah. and red. Yeah. Um, I forget what the color theory in film is. Almost primary colors, actually. Yellow, Mm. green, red, and blue. Correct. But we, we, the brain trust here hasn't figured out exactly what those... (laughs) What those four colors mean, but they are the primary colors. Well, I mean, okay, so red, you know, uh, uh, strength or passion, intensity or desire, traditionally. I haven't a clue what green is supposed to be associated to, other well, than emerald. I think, well, I think nature, like, typically, nature. like yeah. soothing, I mean, calming. Natural nature is just happening on well, its own. Also, seeing this as a as a Irish film, we've got red usually stands for British, mm. green stands right. for Irish. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yellow or blue oh, stand for. Blue could be American, maybe. I don't know. Well, because he walked up like a cowboy that with that one cowboy song oh, yeah. in his uh, old. And the music was really interesting too. <laughs> Along with the colors, they, yeah. they had a really broad range of, I would say, Hispanic music to rock well, music to back to Hispanic and singer songwriter, and then Irish right. music, traditional stuff, and it was kind of all over and, the place. And also kind of Miles Davis blues, yeah. During that one scene, and then there was kind of a, a 
It wasn't really spaghetti western, but it was kind of a western feel. Yeah, evocative. Yeah, yeah very western. Yeah. When when the IRA contact came up to the guard, <laughs> came up to the cop. With his hat on, with his with, western with his cowboy, cowboy hat, hat western cowboy and the hat. VW yeah. bug. Yeah. An orange VW bug, too, yeah. It was right. like, what the heck? That's a grody color. This was color. a fun movie. Yeah, I, I would agree. Say, yeah, yeah. So, short. <laughs> so as far as audience-wise, date night movie, yes. Watch it with your friends, yes. Because it's funny. I mean, it's a good it movie. It is funny. And it's going to make you talk. We laughed. We were all laughing during yes. it. Yeah. Yeah, we were. A lot of good little moments. Not not really any nudity. Not really kid appropriate from the, we're going to shoot some people, but they would get really bored because there's no special effects. It's just the, acting. Yeah, the the, uh, the blood effects were pretty low key. I guess realistic-ish. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, so the themes here of kind of being a fish out of water, being an outsider in this small village in Ireland, and then, like you know, I mean, an Irish cop's moral dilemma of like does I mean, he the jokes were the, more like, intellectual. Yeah. I would say, yeah, a kid isn't going to find anything. Not a lot of interest. slapstick going no, on. No, right, right. It's not like a Mel Blank movie, which we did watch Mel something Brooks. by Mel, Mel Brooks. Brooks. Mel Brooks. Mel Blank is so, also amazing. A lot of the voices of the Looney Tunes. Correct. We have to blank so, out his name every blank Mel, time. Boo. Boo. You're fine. Yeah, no. We'll, we'll just leave that in to be funny. All right. We've all had two beers, by the way. Yeah. Can you was, tell? That was beautiful. <laughs> we've had a few. I want to say that this, because we had seen something just before, and the type of humor was very parallel to that and how he's willing to say things that you couldn't get away with today. Yeah, most films. of Blazing Saddles is that. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that today and get away with it unless you're, you know, making fun of yourself and everyone, which this kind of does a little bit. Because yeah. he kind yeah. of, he points out the fact that, yes, we're backwoods, we're in the coast and, you know, we don't know anything, but I'm going to make this funny joke because, you know, what do you guys, you don't swim or is it, you don't ride horses or what is it? The, you but, don't swim, ski or swim. Ski or swim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I wouldn't say the humor is offensive. No, it's and, not. and and I would say that this group of people I'm podcasting with were aware of sensitivities. And we're laughing for the right reason. He's the butt of the joke because he's asking these asinine questions. Right. right. The yeah. same way that it's always sunny, they're the butt of the joke every time. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what makes it funny is these dum dums are walking around like, Oh yeah, I could totally wear blackface, blah blah blah. Like, oh they're so stupid. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I really good film. I appreciate the internet for uh, pointing out here's some Irish films you should watch for uh, you know the holiday coming up called St. Patrick's Day, which is an odd holiday. We're not going to really talk about that, but I, I think you they make for beer green. This out, it does. You know, find some green beer well, and he, have good. But, he he uh, in, invented the fourth leaf for the clover. Like, did he? Yeah, I and he put the that. snakes back into Ireland. Like, wait, 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 wait. No, he drove them out. He wait a minute. Hold out. on. There we go. Heretic. I was, I was wondering how far <laughs> yeah. I could go. And, you know, let's, like. let's chase Aaron out of Ireland, which is the basement. <laughs> All right. So I think this <laughs> is eight thumbs up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Happy Two thumbs up from this. each of us. Yeah. Really, really good film. Be just aware that it is just a slow burn. The, it's the, not very fast. It's slow yeah. paced. But it does have. Really surprised yeah. me is he, he drank a Corona. In he this did. movie, we saw a few Coronas. There were a couple Coronas up in this movie. <laughs> it, that was weird, right? Yeah, and I mean, there was a couple times where he had, uh, you know, whiskey. Corona in a is the high class import for Ireland, yes. I guess. I guess we're gonna that have mean, to. That Google means that. this is part of the Fast and Furious universe. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Oh, it I, now makes sense now. I'm cringing on the inside. Yeah, that's why I'm Vin like, Diesel showed up oh, in the post-credit scene. Wow. Yeah, no, there was no post-credit scene, but there was a mystery at the end. You don't know if it has a happy ending, and the kids actually ask him. Yeah, that, that was like, cool. You I should like write that. a book, but there's no happy ending. I'm like, you don't know. They never find a body. I don't know. Right. Don Shield's such a great actor. Everyone was great in this. What a yeah. fun movie. Yeah, yeah. What was even greater is the fact that they drink beer at a pub a bunch of times. Flawless. And had bottles of Corona around and we enjoyed a couple of beers with this, but any last thoughts before we move on? Any, any let's more? talk beer. Let's yeah. Talk beer. Okay. So here's the time of the podcast. We're going to move over to talking about the beers that we enjoyed. So the guard came out in 2011. I think you yep. said yes. 2011 really good film was suggested by the internet. So thank you, internet. Uh, we had a couple of good beers with it. We had the original Wexford Irish style cream ale, which is got bought out a few years ago. This is classified as an Irish red ale. It's got a nitro tab in the can. This is a tall boy can. Uh, I got them individually. They were like three fifty a piece. Not bad. This is a really good beer. The other one we had was a stout. I didn't want to get Guinness, and it was a O'Hara's Irish stout. We'll talk about that in a minute. Dry Irish stout. Both of these are below five percent. Really nice and clean. Well, I think the Wexford is right at about five percent, but. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the fact that it says on the can, you should pour this in a glass. Don't drink it out of the can. Because if when you have a nitro tab, it can get a little, I guess you would say, questionable when you start drinking it and it's foaming and you're just getting foam versus when you pour it, it'll start settling. You might get a little foam, but it's going to settle out a lot faster versus in the can. The whole point of having to pour it is it mixes the nitrous into the nitro oxygen mix happens a lot better i I gotta read this this can contains a pressurized widget widget that ensures the ale is served just as we like it for best results chill for at least two to three hours but do not freeze pour carefully down the side of a glass observe the creamy head and enjoy the smooth mellow taste of wexford correct this had a lot of stone fruit apple and kind of vanilla impressions on the front like graham crackery kind of malt hit up front and then it was like herbal hops on the mid back and it was to me the caramel undertones and kind of bread crusty kind of body to it really held up really nicely as a nitro beer so it's going to be a little thinner in on the tongue it's not going to have a big mouth feel but it's going to have a lot of character and i think this one really held up really nicely i mm-hmm. i never had this beer before again shout out to John's marketplace for having something new and interesting for us to try so thoughts I, on this one. I liked it too much. I finished mine, I think, before everyone else. I was like, oh, no, it's gone. Yeah, I only had four of them. So it's it delicious. Like, when it's gone, it's gone. I, I was going to say, like, uh, I mean, the can mentions creaminess, and I agree with that. There was a creamy, but I, I was getting, like, kind of tawny port, sort of raisiny, mm-hmm. kind of, especially in the in the aroma. Yes. Um, but I liked this beer a lot. It, it matched the movie, I think, exceptionally well. Agreed. Because it was kind of, kind of dark, kind of complex, um, you know, but but really enjoyable. Um, I'm glad that that, uh, that you found this one. Yeah. Brian, thoughts? Uh, I also really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the aromatics quite a bit. Going to Dan's point of it being kind of a little thinner, I tasted a little celery on my first couple sips, yeah. which uh, one doesn't expect in Irish red. Not usually. Um, and that's going to be the herbal hopness. The, the hops that they use are going to give you some of that, and that's not unheard of from an Irish or a British beer because those hops that they use tend to be dry, leafy, 
uh, they tend to have some sort of vegetal type vibe going on. If And this could also be, I have no idea how old these are. These don't have a, a born on date on the can that I found. I looked and I didn't but see one. The, is there one on that one? The nitro rivet, rigid is, is meant to extend its shelf life, right? Correct. I do see a uh, expired date. Oh, they do it. European style, uh, April third, twenty twenty three. Okay, it says three zero zero four. So it, it's so still got time. Yeah. yeah, but so, I mean, I I would say I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. It worked Tasted well amazing. with the movie. I, uh, I, of the two beers, I enjoyed this the most. Yes, I I would say out of instead of celery, to me it was almost a can liner kind of vibe when I first started drinking it, and I did pour these into into glasses because I was like, we're not going to do this out of the can. Because Dan's an excellent I, host. I, well, I read the can, and it said do it out of yeah. the glass. Pour so it glass. So glass. To me, I think it was, I have no idea if these sat on a shelf first before they got refrigerated, uh, how long they took to get here. Right. They usually, the date on there, I mean, if it's a good brewery, it's going to be six months at the most. But this is made by um, a company that does some fairly large distribution called Green King and it's also part owner of Moreland. So Moreland does old speckled hen, which tastes <gasps> oh, very, very you similar. Love speckled oh, hen. Yeah, That's yeah. why I was like, okay, I'm I'm comparing it to that because I've had that on Nitro a lot as out of a can on Nitro as well as on draft. And this reminded me very, very much of that, which is also an Irish red that is very similar in style. I just had the beer equivalent of watching a Marvel movie and then Sam Jackson shows like, whoa, what? This is a shared universe? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I, I again, I props to yeah. finding this beer and having some really, really good um, flavor profile. I, I totally agree with everybody that it does have great aromatics. If you can find this one at your local shop, get it. Any other thoughts? No, nope, that covers it. Let's talk about uh, O'Hara's. The can right. is green. The can is green, and it has like a Celtic thing on it, and yeah. Celtic knot. Oh, and a uh, four-leaf clover, even. Yeah. In the O. Oh. You, you can't get more Irish. You can't get more Irish. True. <laughs> right. So moving on to the second beer that we tried. Uh, this is a traditional Irish stout, a uh, full Bodied, luxurious, smooth stout with a discernible roast bite. It says that on the can, on the on the bottle label. So O'Hara's, I'd heard of. I've never had their um, beer before. They do make a couple of different kinds of stouts. This is just the standard traditional one. This is a product of Ireland. It's not made in America and then distributed like the Wexford main be, but I don't think it is. So Carlo Brewing Company um, out of Carlo, Ireland. It is imported out of South Carolina, so it did travel across the U.S. Ah, South Carolina, Ireland. <laughs> yeah, so 4.3%, 36 IBUs. So this one did have a lot of roasted character. So as I opened it up and poured myself and Aaron, we split one of them, and then the other guys took a sip out of the bottle and then poured. Yeah, just out of Thoughts curiosity. On Thoughts on how did that work for you guys? After I uh, did my sip, I felt it like burble in the uh, bottle, and I got really scared it was going to overfoam, so I poured it immediately. <laughs> Just full disclosure for the listener, but it absolutely tasted far better with the in the glass, like letting it like breathe and getting the like aromatics out. And I also poured it a little hard, so I had extra foam that I planned. But I mean, I liked it. This was like intense roast, kind of has a lot yeah, of those yeah. chocolatey kind of coffee. Dry I, I espresso. Can, I can see yeah. why you'd uh, yeah. pick this over Guinness. I do like Guinness, but this does have a little bit more going on. It's a little the more complexity, complex. yeah. yeah. It, it, definitely roasty, but I also felt like it was uh, 
it was kind of in a, a very thin range of taste. I, I didn't feel like it was right in that middle area of taste. There wasn't a okay. lot of hills and valley. There Correct. wasn't kinda. real complex. So this has a... Like this a has consistent. A, is there's a consistency, and it's like a single vertical flavor profile that's not going to change mm. as it warms up. Right. Whereas we've experienced with porters and stouts and other kinds of beers, once you open them and let them warm up, Traditionally, they're going to change the, the flavor profile. changes yeah, yeah. a little bit. This one didn't really do that a whole lot, right. which I appreciate because that's what I know, was trying to describe. There's going to be a lot of Dan uh, interprets coffee aromatics. <laughs> Dan's a beer whisperer. Fr- I, well, I try to, not, you know, sometimes not so much, but they used from what I read online, Fuggle Hops is the primary hop that they use on there. Sorry, like what, Fraggle what, Rock? Fuggle, F U G G L E is the down name of a Fraggle Hop. <laughs> so the, the Fuggle Hop. Do, 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 throw your tasty beers away. (laughs) Fuggle goes really, really good with super dry and really tart. Not necessarily tart, tart, but what you would say as really dry, roasty characters. Because it lends itself to not overpower the roast, but it goes with the roast. Interesting. So it doesn't compete. It complements it. It doesn't compete against it. And so that's, Fuggle is a a British hop, I believe, uh, from England. British, England, European. English hop? English hop. Okay. Uh, very common in a lot of the porters and stouts that are made in that part of the world. And it's very traditional. It's been around a very, very long time. I, I would say that because this has a stronger roasted flavor than, say, a Guinness, if you're not used to that, it still has a thinner body. Mm-hmm. Like, Guinness is really thin. This one doesn't necessarily, like I said, Guinness will get thinner as it warms up. To me, that's what happens. This one just stayed consistent after it started warming up. And I only got like a half a class. So it's, again, I've had some conversations recently with other people who are beer judges who say a taster or less than a four ounce pour, you're not getting a true experience of the beer. You need to have a bigger glass. You need to have a five to a 10 ounce pour to get well, a true experience of it. If I can ask, uh, so I'm, I'm used to, the, the terminology I know is mouthfeel, but yeah. what, what we're talking about is kind of viscosity, like how, how heavy, yes. how thick. I mean, you think of uh, so listener compare water to like whole milk. There's there's just like a different density that, that different liquids are. Milk can have. also be really thin. Uh, but well, okay, there whole is, milk, there's, whole milk. There's <laughs> butter you're milk. Thinking of like the fat, <laughs> like my syrup. The way that it coats the tongue. Drink some maple syrup. Movie and lactose. The movie and lactose. Movie and a milk. <laughs> Yes. Movie and a milk. Well, there was a milkshake in the movie, so it's a follow-up there to, was. The, to def- Aaron's a, movie and a cheese. A defiant Tonight milk. we had a heavy whipping cream. So, Dan, if uh, a yes. brewer wants to make I like a thick, a heavier, denser, more milk-like, lactose intolerant. Beer. Yes. Uh, I mean, is that longer on the boil? Or are they just removing no, more liquid? Like, how, how do they get a thicker? They're using heavier? a different product, like an oat, instead of a malt. Okay. Okay. Uh, because grains in, in and of themselves. Um, I like milk on oatmeal. Uh, so like starches. Is it adding starch? the level of starch level of character. <laughs> having the a sugars, serious conversation. The gentlemen. proteins. It's it's all the things that go into. i serious about milk. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Again, you would use oatmeal or oats. Or oats. Or 
the type of grains depending on how they're milled. It doesn't matter how roasted they are. It's how they're milled. It's really how much they're broken down. When they do the roasting, they're either going to break them apart. And so you're just getting a kernel with a little bit of the husk on it versus more husk. More husk is going to give you different flavors. I mean, all parts of the plant give you different flavors. I feel like you have told me this before, like ages ago. This sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. That's really cool. There's a whole science. I mean, there's companies that all they do is buy grains and roast them and then mill them and do different things and sell them. Those Uh, are called bakers. Correct. No, the bakers are who buy the grains job, from the distributors. Oh, millers. Those uh, are called millers. There's malt companies. That's a beer. Uh, that sell all kinds of different kinds of grains. Is an, is an oat a grain? Uh, yeah. Yes. I thought it was. Yes, it is. And oh, when God. you squish it. Barley, wheat, millet. Yes. Rice. Millet, rice. All yeah. of those Sorghum. Sorghum. And there's different ways of approaching. Couscous. No. Handling. Uh. Well, there is. <laughs> I mean, there's chicken breast. There's a whole subclassification. Not a grain. Not a grain. <laughs> are these all cereals? Is that what's like? Uh, what are, are there's are a thing called Cheerios. cereal grains? Yes, cereal. you put yeah. them in cereals. Lucky and they charms. Taste, they taste like yeah. cereal. Rice Krispies. Yeah. Anyway, we're digressing way off of the topic. Okay. A the card bit. is a great. Happy St. Patty's Day, everyone. And yes. these are both fruity good pebbles. <laughs> fruity. Yeah. No, we did not get any fruity pebbles, but uh, we definitely did enjoy this beer. Thoughts we on did. it? Thoughts. A little roasty, very roasty. Blake, Blake I think was, it was roasty. I he was in heaven. I really, I mean, yeah. I, I love a coffee forward beer. I love a roasty, roasty drink. I like this one. I was a little disappointed it didn't change. I was trying to slow down because I saw how much movie was left. And thought, okay, I want to try to finish this as we get to the end credits. And I kept stepping, going, I, "It how's it taste the same? This is weird. I don't know if I like this." <laughs> I mean, I do obviously like it, but I was expecting something new. Maybe just my years of drinking craft beers and expecting it to change as I drink if uh, thrown off my expectations for this tasty consistent what's it called again <laughs> it's it's an Irish stout it's a standard Irish stout it oh, is, no, no, it I, almost, I meant the name of the beer this delicious O'Hara's so it's O apostrophe Aaron's holding the bottle so oh H-A-R-A-S oh, I thought you were just going to say Hera. is it apostrophe S I think it's an apostrophe S on yeah, the that's end an apo- uh, oh, yeah. well that's possessive so possessive. there's an apostrophe because you're O and you're Irish yes. but then the, the yeah. other one is because it's O'Hara's it's your beer. beer yes oh, it's, it's their, their beer, beer. Tracks. O'Hara's is the brewery Indeed. Carlo Brewing actually but yeah O'Hara slash Carlo Brewing that's is this like Waterford Crystal? Like not really made in Waterford anymore? But they this one is the Wexford's not made in Wexford anymore. But right. the O'Hara's is actually made. It didn't. I didn't write down where it was brewed out of. But I want to say Carlo Brewing, and I think Carlo is the county in Ireland that it's from, or the town. Probably, if it is, you call it County Carlo. Yes. Well, they Monte they, Carlo. Not no. to be confused with Carlos Santana. Not to no. be confused with Monte Cristo. Correct. That's oh, but Crystal County is a really nice place. Okay, yeah. so so if we were not having access to these beers, what would you guys want to drink with this movie? Jameson. No. <laughs> <laughs> that can be arranged. I mean, I think he did in the movie. <laughs> he filled a whole ass glass of <laughs> <in> that stuff. <laughs> uh, so I, I, that was completely a joke. But uh, honestly, there is an Irish whiskey called Red Breast that I would absolutely drink with this movie. I've that can be arranged. Breast. There are many nice Irish beers. Old Speckled Hen would be would be a good choice for this movie too. But man, it's not I, Irish; it's British. Oh, you're right. Oh, it's from. We're going to get angry letters. I apologize, I uh, dear listeners, for offending the sensibilities of of Irish listeners everywhere. But yeah. that's I was I was trying to find Irish style beer plus an Irish beer. 
I was actually going to find uh, something local, but I was like, you know, well, let's, let's I think import. Our, our whole import. our whole listening footprint, they can probably find like Killians. Yeah. You know, like, or, Killians, you know, Irish Reds. I, see, I feel like Smithwicks wouldn't work for this movie. I like Smithwicks. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out how to say Smithwicks as many times as possible. Smithwicks. Bless you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is also I mean, a good beer. I mean, again, I like Guinness. I drink a Guinness with this. I, frankly, yeah. like any kind of Irish, like mul- anything malty. Yeah, this movie just lends itself to being a, a good multi kind of movie. Just you, you know, you're not going to slam it. Hopefully, you'll you'll sip and enjoy while you watch this odd this odd uh, police sergeant just have a few. What what's this take place over? Like three, four days a, a week? Mm, it's maybe a week because yeah. yeah, they he starts out in one spot and then well, he's got a whole day off in the middle. He, there's a yeah, day yeah, off yeah, in the yeah. You don't really get yeah. three days in there. <laughs> yeah. I I would go with something a little more complex. Not, ah. not because it's a very complex kind of That's film. True. That's complex true. character accents, accents, yeah. Accent de gru, accent de I I wouldn't drink Do just your standard uh, water beer. No, no. That's but a good call. How about a malt milkshake? Would you drink them? Unless only if you do it in one in one go. And then only suffer in from defiance. It. <laughs> only in defiance. And if, only if there is an umlaut over the a, because you know we're talking about accents. Huh. Yes. Milka Shaka. Milka Shaka, yes. <laughs> I think we've we've decided that we're we're sillying ourselves out and we should probably close the episode. <laughs> you know, the producer uh, is because he's a good producer. Like, All right. <laughs> As always, the opinions expressed during the taping of this recording are those of the hosts. And I drank some water during this. I didn't see anybody else. People are drinking water now after yeah. the fact, but you should definitely I worked hydrate. hard all day. Hydrate. Because I worked hard, I'm gonna I'm gonna hydrate. Or because I worked all day, I've been hydrating. And now I'm not going to dehydrate. There you go. Enjoy your water while you drink, if you do. And I don't know. You guys, I, I really appreciate this movie. I, I'm glad you guys came over. Yeah. Happy St. Patty's Day for those, because I think we're going to push this out around St. Patrick's Day. Indeed. Sounds right. And, you know, go out, uh, have some green beer or some Guinness if you can find it. Otherwise, Please be safe. Be safe. and, and <laughs> Enjoy your friends and family safely. Yeah. Indeed. Happy St. Patrick's Day or happy other uh, ethnic holiday, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Thanks for And listening. enjoy some corned beef. Yeah, get some corned beef and some cabbage and potatoes. Potatoes. Watch a Conan Farrell film. Some soda right. bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Dan signing out. This is Brian signing out. Thanks. This is Blake trying his damnedest to not do a terrible Irish accent. This is Aaron. Thank you for listening. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.